JB's Driving Podcast. Be in front of your TV. Be in front of your TV. Eastern Time, Central Time, Mountain Time, doesn't matter. Because we are JB's Driving Podcast. You get it all delivered at the same time regardless of where you are at. So Paul and Jimmy here. Yep. We're back. We are on the cusp of Halloween night. Actually, this, this would have been released two days after Halloween. No. No. Uh, this is being released the night before Halloween. Oh. Oh, you're switching it up. I did. Just to fuck with the listeners even I more. Because, you know, they like scheduled releases. But that's okay. This is, we are, we are on the cut. This is uh, movie night that we're being, where this is being released. Movie night? Movie night. Oh, moving Hotel's night. night. Moving if, night. If, you, if you're a fan of our show, then you would know uh, that The Crow, which is in our archives uh, from two summers ago, uh, we did that show, and that took place on uh, Devil's Night if you are in Detroit. Yes. But moving night if you are around here. In um, Maryland. Maryland. I have fond memories of uh, moving night with you. Yeah. And, and if, you want, if you want to learn about that, you should listen to the Crow episode in the archives. Yeah, I think we discussed most of that in the Crow. Right, but you're not going to hear it here because you have to listen to the archives. Yeah, the Crow episode. Go back and listen to the Crow. It was a good show. It's anyway. a gr- it's a good show. It's a good movie too. Yeah, I, I was just fascinated with the music. <laughs> you and Scott going back and forth over what was a better band, like little kids whipping out little Peters and sword fighting with each other. I don't remember who he liked. Didn't he like Stone Temple Pilots? Stone Temple Pilots. They they are the ugliest motherfuckers Are they still alive? I think think Wyland's dead. I don't even know. I don't care that much because I wasn't a huge fan. And from what I understand, he was... When he wasn't high, he was an asshole. When he was high... I, you know, I don't know that many things other than he would show up and not do shows. Yeah. Kind of like Axl Rose. Another guy who, when he was high, was an asshole, and was when he wasn't, was a complete dick. Yeah. <laughs> Go figure, right? So we left off Season of the Witch, but a happy Halloween, everybody, really. Yes, really happy, really. happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, you know, you get to go out and get some trick-or-treating. And as, as your gift for happy Halloweens, for your trick-or-treats... You're getting part two. <laughs> yes. Part de. Part two. Of, of Halloween 3 Season of the Witch. Season of Witch, which they should remake. Uh, and we're going to pick up right where we left off. The jackass <laughs> who decided to put on some Isertona gloves before he killed the guy, wiped the blood off on the curtain before he goes outside, lights himself on fire, and instantly explodes in front of Tom Atkins. Instantly. Like this, as soon as you instantly. light up that lighter, it just explodes because that's how it works, right? Uh, this is, oh, by the way, eight days before Halloween. Yes, this Halloween. is the 23rd. Halloween. Yes. Eight more days. Right, so Halloween, Halloween. Silver Halloween, Shamrock. Silver Shamrock. So, um, eight more days to Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. Okay. Anyway, um, dude, you know what's funny? Because, like. Uh, Lots of things are funny in my life. We, we, you, we had an episode about Twister. Not long, too long, long ago. Long way down, yes. I mean, it was it was at the beginning of the Starring, summer. Uh, Brian Griffiths from the Duckpin.com. Got to give him a shout out, of course. And Greg Klein, Greg, uh, Klein's Octoberfest. Uh, end of season sale, by the way. Oh, you know so, what? You how did your uh, wiffle ball bat 
thing go or it's whatever terrible. in York, Pennsylvania. It was terrible. It's funny. Uh, Griffiths threw his arm out because he wanted to be all-time pitcher. Okay. And he threw his arm out, and the rest of us just laughed at him. Really? I mean, we have better things to do. So, oh. we, so we left before the third game. And you just left? There was three games? There was three games we left before the third game. We had enough of that shit. Oh, my God. It's like enough of this nonsense. I'm glad I didn't go. That you didn't want to go. Trust me. Make sure to vote, people. Yeah. Voting starts uh, in what, four, three days, four days from now, five days, something like that. It's coming up. Don't miss it. That's all I can say. So Atkins is distraught because he just saw some guy instantaneously explode by lighting a lighter. That doesn't happen. So I'd be upset, too. Like, is the world coming to an end? This is not right. Yeah. I don't want to light up a cigarette anytime soon. That's so, for sure. So Atkins in the office. Now, I want if you watch this movie, I want you to focus on one key figure. Okay. There is a fire department guy in this scene. He is the same guy who was in Jaws 3, Sweet. who was the assistant to the governor. I, I also heard that he was in um, Episode 3 of Star Wars and Police Academy 3 Citizens <laughs> on Patrol. Fantastic. <laughs> he, he has a fondness for d- the tray. Right. But I encourage you to go back and look at this guy. He's the same actor who did, you know, oh, the governor, oh, what the governor at? After what's-his-name got eaten by the shark in Jaws 3. He's wearing the worst fireman's outfit. <laughs> now, no, it gets worse than this, okay? Look at his helmet. Yeah. Like, the prop people realized, oh, shit. We had to put something identifying that he's on the fire department on there. Okay. So it is painfully painfully obvious that they cut out some pieces of felt. Okay. Cut out some, like, yellow letters and put FD on there. I did not pay attention dude, to this. it is bad. Wow. I'll have to go back dude, and watch it a fourth you, you, time. Dude. Or fifth time. Bad. Sorry. He's like, he's, like, drinking coffee on the file cabinet, nodding, and, like, this felt sign is, like, wobbling back and forth. <laughs> it is that bad. And when you see it, you'll be like, it is that bad. Yeah, I just guess I never, I it didn't is, pay that much attention to that. Dude, it, it was bad. It was, it was, it was. You know what's funny is they had a shoestring budget for Halloween, okay? Yes, I'm yeah, sure yeah. they had a, a pretty small budget for this as well, mm-hmm. but they made it work in Halloween. They made it work in Halloween too. Yes. How is it that they were did such a piss poor job in this one? I, 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 I just, you know, one of these things where, you know, you have all this money. They, I mean, why are we gonna spend all? I money? mean, I know last week we discussed the redhead thing. You couldn't afford wigs for yeah, fucking yeah. people. That was just, and then, you know, not that I think that you needed it, but still, it, I don't know. They should have been a little bit more consistent. Maybe if they were all wearing sunglasses, kind of like the uh, uh, the uh, the asshole from the Matrix. Right. Yeah. You know who I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, uh, uh, Mr. Anderson. Jeremy. Or not, no, Anderson. Was Mr. Anderson. That guy who says Mr. Anderson. I don't I don't remember what his name right. was. But, like. Mr. Anderson. They should have been more, you know. Mr. Anderson, I got some hemorrhoids, Mr. Anderson. I mean, Christ, Willy Wonka pulled it off, like, almost a decade beforehand. It's great, isn't it? <laughs> Uh, 
Okay, so uh, yeah, so they, you have this really long, drawn-out scene with the doctor and the you can't Atkins can't wear the, the shit. The man. police yeah. and the fire department all sitting there, and then I guess the daughter shows up to identify the body. So they must have called the daughter to identify this the body. Great. This is great. And she comes in to identify the body, <laughs> and the <laughs> the immediate response is. You shouldn't do it yet. <laughs> Got that written down. What? <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? It's too soon. It's too soon. Too soon to what? What's it going to get better? <laughs> I'm just like, okay. <laughs> it's too soon. Like I guess, the, no, let's get it over with. Really? It's too soon. You shouldn't be here. Fuck hell. Me. The use of music is fantastic. I want to make that clear. The use of music in these these is great. I, I have this written down in a note. So. The music is wonderful. And honestly, later on in the movie, there's the scene between one, one of the best scenes in the movie. First off, uh, what's his name? Uh, oh, God damn it. Oh, oh, the bad guy. Oh, Cochran. 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 Okay. The scene between Cochran and Atkins. Okay, where they're in the little Cochran. room, and uh, you know, Cochran is like getting all like evil. Wait, first off, he's the best actor in this movie by, by great, far. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't remember his real name right now, but he by far is the best actor. Cochran or Cochran, and um, they cleverly have. Halloween playing in the background so that yep. they can use the eerie music from Halloween yes, during yeah. that little speech. Yeah. And then at the end, he walks out. And he's like, oh, by the way, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. <laughs> I mean, that's so fucking happy great, Halloween. the way that they yeah. played that. Um, you Check know, on the children. And mm-hmm. throwing, like, a bone to yourself is awesome, too. Yes, like, yes. They, they kept on pushing back to Halloween. Yes. Through the whole movie, what the the, call, the classic. Yes, <laughs> I mean Halloween. I mean, now, granted, it's a classic to you and me. Is was Halloween a classic? Like a four in years 1982? old. Yeah, it was like a four. <laughs> it was like four or five years old. Now, this is a damn classic. Halloween, the classic. Cult classic. Be sure to tune in for the Silver Shamrock giveaway. Yes. And wear your masks. Don't forget to watch the horathon. <laughs> One movie. <laughs> Over and over again. Oh, we're not even playing the sequel. We're not acknowledging it. Anyway, so um, yeah, so she comes in to identify the body, and the police immediately tell her not to. So she's like, "No, we're gonna do this. Get it over with." <laughs> and then we flash forward a week. Like it just immediately flashes forward a week, and so she Wednesday the twenty seventh. Yes, Wednesday the twenty. Are you sure? What happened on the twenty seventh? That's when Atkins is pleading with the hospital coroner, that well, one bitch. Oh, right, right, right. You're right. You're right. They, I forgot about that scene. There's another woman there that they added in, actually. The whole well, her storyline was added in because you see throughout the original cut, he would just keep on calling the coroner, like trying to find out what's going on. Yes. So they added her in just to have another scene for gore, quote-unquote gore. <sighs> of course, yeah, but, but it's off-screen gore. He, he sexually harasses her, too. Of course he does. But, well, she's kind of... She was asking for it. She was wearing a tight bathrobe. Um, and kissed him. She, she was coming on to him. They all kind of come on to him. Like, it must have been a whole different world back then that we just never really we will yeah, understand. We didn't participate in the fun world. No. Where, 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 like, men and women 
could you know work wives. together openly. Kind of. <laughs> well, he wasn't married. He was divorced. He was divorced. But there was this. I mean, you sit here and you listen to it nowadays. Right Women the will 70s. sit there and say, oh, well, you know, we were sexually harassed and it was horrible. But then you watch shit like this and it's like, well, wait a minute. Was it sexual harassment or was it kind of both ways? Yeah. I don't know because I wasn't alive. I'm going to assume that it was sexual harassment and men are evil. But I don't really know. You watch these movies and it's like, wow, there was a yeah. lot of flirting going on in yeah. work. Yeah. And I, I was always of the mind of, Never, you know, never shit where you eat. Yet mm-hmm. I did marry a woman that I worked with at one point in time. It happens. Um, so it was like, you know, I never, I never would, you know, hit on somebody I worked on. She hit on me. So there's at least that. Yeah, I mean, you're a good looking guy. No, I'm not. I am very unattractive. But that's not here nor there. The point is she hit on me, which is the only reason that I ended up dating her and then breaking up with her or she broke up with me and then almost a decade later getting married to her having kids yes thus providing the entertainment from our previous episode what did we do last uh running man running man running man because i'm sitting here thinking i know it wasn't heat we're doing ed wood next by the way ed yes. wood next, next week that is actually the jimmy braswell no it's gonna be the i don't know it's just gonna be the the birthday episode of Running Man, uh, November 9th. Okay, I don't, I don't whatever. know. I don't, whatever. I don't no, we don't, By we, then, we'll, we we still won't know who the president is by November 9th. Whatever. I'm having a... See, well, I'll discuss it off off this about having a... You're not going to invite the audience? No. Oh. All right, let's get back to the movie then. Okay. So we have flash forwarded to him sexually harassing the um, uh, the, the assistant, the assistant corner. corner, right? And she's like, "I can't do anything." Well, I will, you know, if no, you, <laughs> you know, if, if, you, if, if you let me, <laughs> I'll go out to dinner with you and blow you. As long, you know, I'll take care of this first. It's like, what the fuck is going on? It, it is the most bizarre yeah. hospital ever. So, like and, and he's not, I mean, I'm not shitting on Tom Atkins. I actually met the guy once at a horror convention. Mm-hmm. He's really a cool guy. He's really nice. Yeah. But come the fuck <laughs> on. He is not like he's a playboy. His face. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how is he scoring, like, with all these women in the, this movie? It makes no goddamn he's, sense. His, his, first off, his button-up shirt. He's a is, drunk doctor. His, his button-up shirt. Is not buttoned like his navel and like the rest of them are unbuttoned. <laughs> yes. And he's a doctor. <laughs> and this is '82, man. This is come on. This is he was back in '82. He's probably a good-looking guy. Well, you know what? I think that the late '70s, early '80s porn guy probably looked a lot like Atkins. <clears throat> I'm sure. Oh my god, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. You know, maybe with the curly hair. <clears throat> they have the the short froze. The short froze. They they got perms and shit. Yes, sir. In the early '80s. Anyway, so um, so then we flash forward again after that scene to, I guess the Friday. It's it's the Friday before because it's two days till Halloween. We are Wednesday. Okay, Friday the thirtieth. Right, Friday. 30th. Okay, so Atkins or, is at a bar. 
He's, of course, at a bar because he's always at a fucking bar. This is a drunk. And the first thing that's... Now, he's in a bar. They've got cartoons playing in a fucking bar. Yeah. Why? For whatever. Which he gets annoyed at because he's in a fucking bar and there's <laughs> cartoons on the TV. He's the only one in the bar. And then he's like, can we change this? So he changes it. So what comes on? This piece of shit company in the middle of nowhere, California, has the budget of of, of freaking... uh, Well, you could assume that they have a ton of money because it's not very clear, but they kind of... Make it seem like they control they're, they're, Conklin is like a thousand years old at at some point yeah, in time. They, they kind of make you feel like that might be true. I don't really know. They never actually say anything about the character, mm-hmm. um, but they lead you to believe that he's been around since like sixteen hundreds. Yeah, he's he's been around for a while. <clears throat> anyway, so um, so so Ellie. Who was the girl back at the hospital? The daughter. The daughter comes in. And there's an instant connection. Uh, well, yeah. She walks in and she's like, well, thank you for showing up at the funeral. Why would he go to <laughs> the fucking he, funeral they, to begin they with? They never saw the funeral, which I think would have been a good scene. Maybe, especially if it was open co- <laughs> coffin. <laughs> and his What's head, wrong with his face? still looks like a fucking pumpkin. <laughs> pumpkin on November 15th. Jesus <laughs> Christ. So, uh, yeah, thanks for coming. Well, you know, I've been... The, did he say anything to you? Yes. He told me to tell Ellie that I loved her. And she immediately knows that that's, bull, that's bullshit. So it's like, yeah. what kind of relationship did she have with her father? It it seems very unusual to me that she's going through all of this bullshit for her father, yeah. When she obviously did not have a good relationship with her father, right, right. Because she's just like, well, I know. Unless, of course, it's just you know, I gotta know. She's got a yeah, I gotta know. itchy asshole, and she has to get some ointment on it. I mean, there's the only thing I can think. So she shows up, and she's like, "Well, thanks for showing up, pal." And. uh I, you know, it's it's really been bothering. And then she's like, well, "You're about you're a horrible liar." <laughs> That's you. You're a horrible Jeez. liar. <laughs> and he's like, "Well, no, he was saying that they're gonna kill us all, and uh, yeah. he had this mask." And, and she's like, "Okay, well, let's go to my dad's shop tomorrow during the day." So they go to her dad's yeah. shop. Yeah, they go to get her dad's shop, and there's masks all over the place, and for you know, there's he's got at least a dozen of these fucking silver shamrock, silver shamrock masks, but for some reason he had to run out to the store to get more. Yeah, it makes no sense at all. Uh, but you know, he's got a whole fucking stand full of them. And she comes in. I've been doing research. Everything is right there for her. like she's got the entire thing laid out. Right, she walks right up to it on display. Oh yeah. And the research that she he, he's in he's completely impressed with the research she's done. <laughs> Not exactly detective work. No. <laughs> he here's, out. here's his diary <laughs> that tells exactly what happens. Uh, do, this is everything that's happened to him every day of his entire life is right here in this book. <laughs> You're quite the detective, You're Nancy Drew. Impressed. <laughs> I'm impressed. Yeah, no shit. What the fuck, man? 
So they make a decision they're going to go to this place called Santa Mira where Silver Shamrock. Uh, Which doesn't really exist. No. It's, uh, what was the name of the real city? Lolita? Lolita, but it's, it's, it's cool because it's the same fictitious town, California, where Body Snatchers was based out of. Mm. Yes. See? Well. We still do research on the show, people. We don't want to show the movies. And, uh, the, uh. And, um. Well, the director was a huge fan of Body Snatchers. Oh, yeah. And he said directly that this was, you know, very, very heavily influenced by Body Snatchers. You can see why. And like I said, once again, once you get to the end, the finality of the movie with him yelling into the phone, that was supposed to be the original ending for Body Snatchers, but there was so much blowback that they wanted a happy ending mm-hmm. at the end of Body Snatchers, so they changed it. Yeah, it's just like this movie. So, uh, bu- 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 well, no, this is this ends with a you don't know what happens. Well, we'll, we'll get to that. We will get to that. Oh, there's more. There's more. Oh, I didn't know. So this this feature the best scene where Atkins calls his wife <coughs> or his ex-wife. Of course, completely blows her off. <laughs> completely blows her, her off. Well, it's not even blowing her off. He's blowing off his kids. <laughs> Like, he was supposed to spend time with his kids last Saturday. He goes into work. He's like, then he's supposed to do it this Friday, or last Friday, and then this Friday, and he's just blowing them off. He's like, I'll take them fucking trick-or-treating. Jesus Christ. You know, I've got to go out of town for this uh, convention. Doctor's convention overnight. Doctor's, a con- yes, doctor convention. There's going to be some really important people there. But, you know, and I don't know what hotel I'll be <laughs> staying in, and... uh uh, yeah, I'm I'm just not picking up the kids. Now let me get this six-pack of beer and fucking get in the car with the 20-year-old. <laughs> with the sweet ass. Sweet ass. Put my head right up in there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. That's the only thing from Heat worth seeing. Yeah, I swear to God. Exactly. That, that movie sucks so bad, but that scene with him, she's got a sweet ass, and you wanted to put your head right up it. <laughs> So, so they end up drawing a Santa Mirror where it's all nice and green. Oh, God. It looks beautiful, dude. I would love to live there. No, it's in October. Oh, well, that's true. It's supposed <laughs> to be October. But Halloween has a habit of doing that. Southern. Halloween is a ha- these series have a, these in this series has a habit of having like filming in spring. Yeah. Not even trying to hide it. Well, yeah, you go back to the original Halloween that's supposed to be in Illinois in October. And all the trees are green, but they just have, like, leaves they spray painted. <laughs> gather them up and, you know, yeah. Yeah. So dumb. So they go to Rafferty's Inn. Rafferty's Inn. It's cozy, it's quiet, and the price is right. Yeah. Wh- why is the price right? Uh, it's the only place in town. Uh, pretty much, but I didn't quite get that. Like, he's like, then the price is right. Well, what's the price? I left 40 bucks on the fucking sill for you, bitch. I like how they like, driving through town, and everybody in the town just looks at stuff. Oh, yeah, that's great. At them. Like the bank, it's creepy. It's great. It's that cre- that is that is one of the better written yes. scenes yes. in this movie. Yes, um, and it's kind of very reminiscent of Body Snatchers or yes. um, maybe Children of the Corn. Oh, one of those kind of movies where it's like very, you're going into this empty town and the few people that are there what are staring at you like you have six heads. And that's that scene's been done a million times, but it's always done well. What are they doing here? So, um, 
So he's there, and he wants to get a better look at, you know, to see if his her father had been there. So, so she, he's like, keep her busy yeah, so in he, the bathroom. So he, she takes him in the bathroom and blows him. And <laughs> uh, Dr. Off. Atkins there goes in. And, and Sherlock and Holmes. <laughs> Sherlock Holmes, who just opens the book and says, her father's <laughs> name is right it's here. Yeah, I'm sorry, my visit. So then he's, he, he is smart enough to sign the book and leave 40 bucks so that when he gets caught, which he does, because yeah. he's, you know, the guy's already outside. Yeah. He's walking back, and that's when we have the RV pull up and almost hit him. Yeah. And the fucking bike on the front of the RV flies off flies and almost off. hits Dr. Atkins there. We keep calling him Dr. Atkins. <laughs> Fuck it at this Tom point. Tom Atkins is his real name. Yeah. Uh, so then you have the nice little scene between him and Buddy Sr., Buddy Jr., and yeah. Buddy's wife. And you hate him immediately. Well, you hate Buddy Sr. Well, you kind of hate Buddy. You kind of hate them all. Yeah. You really do. Like, the wife is that typical, like, early 80s, like, whiny bitch yeah. of a wife which his wa- his mother's a, i mean his mother his wife his ex-wife is a whiny bitch of a wife yes, too yes. not not very uh feministic that's for no, damn sure not very no um and uh, no. he's the uh used car salesman and then the child is the spoiled brat like you don't like any of them right off the bat mm-hmm. um and uh, as this scene's going on, and he, you know, I guess they're going to rent a room because they went to go up to the, they're, they're giving a little plot line in here, telling right. you about the factory, and <coughs> they haven't told the history yet. You have to do something here? No, no, I just, I just got, no, it's okay. I'm all right. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Is it your lover? No, okay, yes. He, part-time lover, actually. Part-time lover. Who sang that song? I am trying to think as soon as you said it. Who sang Part-Time Lover? Let me see if I can, I can find this on air. Okay. So, anyway, so then we have the, you know, the little back and forth. Dr. Atkins seems to like the guy, though. And he likes Dr. Atkins, but he's a sales guy, so you can't trust him. Right. So, anyway, he gets around the corner, He gets, and then he's getting ready to go in his room, and another woman shows up. Conveniently, like nobody ever comes to this fucking town, and three people show up at the motel at the same exact time. Um, so Stevie Wonder. Oh, okay. So the um, this other bitchy woman shows up. I didn't see that coming. All right, let's go. And she's like <laughs> pissed off, because throwing a shit fit because her uh, order didn't come in. And they don't care about us anymore, you know. Ever since they started selling to the big stores, they don't give a shit about mom and pop anymore. So uh, that basically was the precursor. She was omniscient of the future. Yes. You know, because basically the Walmarts of the world were going to take over and destroy all the mom and pop shops. You're right, you're right. Just so we could then lead to Amazon taking over the internet and taking out all the Walmarts. Right. So now we have nothing. Nothing at all. Which is good because we're not allowed to leave the house anyway. <laughs> so um that's that's good. So so then Atkins Atkins lets uh uh Junior there, uh, Junior Miss um know that he signed into the book. Yes. What uh, we need some names. What the hell was her Ellie? 
Ellie. Ellie. Ellie was her name. Yeah, and his name was like Wayne or something. I don't care what his name. Doctor Atkins is good I, enough for him. So he's like, "It's getting late. I need a drink." So they go back to the hotel room, and all of a sudden, he's making a big deal about he's drinking his ass off. Making I could uh, I could uh, I'll st- go rent a room, st- stay on the car or some. Then why would you do that? Well, you can't rent a room because we're supposed to be husband and wife. Well, I can sleep in the car. It'd be more comfortable oh. than the floor. <laughs> Where do you want to sleep, <laughs> Dr. Atkins? Where do you think? <laughs> That's a stupid <laughs> question. And they start making out. It's like they knew each other for like less than 24 hours. I guess this is what the early 80s. Like, this is what they do back then. <laughs> they just they have a connection. Either that or maybe Dr. Atkins has like a 16-inch dick. That's a possibility. And you can just literally just see it. Like yeah. creeping down to his fucking knee. I, I can't figure it out. I don't understand. Like and like literally they just start making out. That's it. Pretty much. Well, no, because then he, he leaves to go get some champagne. Then they, they after that that was but they have to announce a curfew first. This is really cool too. I love this scene where like the entire town has a curfew at six o'clock. Yes. I love I just that is so creepy. It just it's like perfect. And, of course, uh, most people already know this, but the voice of the woman who does the curfew call, as well as the operator, was Jamie Lee Curtis. Yep. There's a curfew. So, um... Atkins runs into this. So, he goes out to get champagne, runs to a drunk. But, of course, a drunk has nothing better to do but just spill the beans about everything. Oh, yeah. He just just, just volunteers. I've heard rumors. Some plot plot points. Oh, yeah? (laughs) What have you heard? I'm going to get me a case and a half of Molotov cocktails. Burn that son of a bitch right down. Molotov cocktail. They're doing some crazy-ass shit there. They ain't hiring us. They brought all these androids, I mean, these people back in when they moved into town. Last Halloween for that lousy factory of his. The drunk stumbles off. I heard rumors. (laughs) This is great. His death scene's great. Yeah, so he 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 goes off in one direction, <laughs> and Tom Atkins goes off in the other direction to go back home. He's going to get some more tail. Dude, I'm telling you, he hadn't had any tail yet, because when he comes back in, this you're missing a, the one major scene here. She goes in and takes a shower while he goes out to get the champagne. Uh-huh. She comes out of the shower, puts a towel oh, on that's different. for that's like different. a tenth of a second, okay? Takes the towel off and wraps herself in a in a goddamn. Oh, I, I love that's the best scene sheet in the movie. curtain, and it's or not sheet or a blanket or whatever. It's like, who in the history of the world has ever done that? Yeah, right. I, I'm serious. Who Nobody. the fuck would get out? Nobody. She's cold, so instead of drying now, can off, we, can we focus? Hold on, let me let me. Focus. Let's talk about that scene where she goes in the shower. It's a gratuitous. Which is Halloween is famous for. We had the first one with uh, what's her name. We had an argument about that two years ago, um, where it was uh, see anything you like. Ugh. And then last year it was the hot tub scene. Yes. Oh, that was great. That's a great scene. Be- beautiful. But see, she had a clause in her contract. The, the no nipple clause. No nipple <laughs> clause for Ellie. Yep. She was hot though. I was surprised when like I was like, "Jeez." She held up pretty well too, man. She, uh, she looks very yeah, I good. Know. I know. I know. Like you, we both did Google searches. Like, what was she looking like now? Jesus, Ooh. dude. She. I mean, she's got to be in her sixties. Really? Yeah, you she, think sixties? I looked it up. Sixties. Well, I guess the version that I saw might have been from 
2011, so that would have put her in the 50 somewhere. Yeah, and you can really fall and, off cliff. And she looked pretty goddamn good at 50 in her 50s. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she she was cute back in in this movie too, even though she kind of has a weird look to her. Yeah. Um, but she the interview she did was like, this is the only time I ever did a scene like this, and I had a no nipple clause. So basically, she said she felt bad for Tom because they have this scene. She felt bad for the director and for Tom because essentially they have this scene. They can't show anything. And she gets into the bed Mm -hmm. and Tom has to get himself in this like really awkward position to cover her boobs so that they're not showing one on film. And it's like. Hire Why, dude? Actress. Hire a different actress. Yeah, well, yeah, either hire a different actress or, or cut the scene because the scene doesn't make any fucking sense anyway. Yeah. Like, there's no need for that sex scene. I agree. And then sh- the only reason that you would have this sex scene is to put a little bit of doubt, just a little touch of a doubt in your mind of if she was a robot the whole time, which is a question that comes a, up. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people who watch this movie ask that question: Was she a was she a robot the entire time? It's like, no, she wasn't a robot the no. whole time. She was a fucking like nineteen, twenty, twenty one year old. So of course she was ready to go. Besides the fact no. that she was laying there while Tom was doing all the fucking work. Yep. Back in the day, <laughs> women just laid there and took it. Just took it. So of course they can go over and over and over again. Yep. Get up and do something. Show those hooties. Who dies? So after that happens, uh, well, during this time is when uh, Marge, back in her room, she fucks with the pin. Yeah, she finds the uh, silver shamrock pin on on the floor and sees that there's some tech. It's like a some kind of CPU on the back of this thing, which we don't even know what a CPU was in 1982. No, just something. And then um, so she starts fucking with it, of course, because that's exactly what you do that's when you what, don't know that, what something is. That's exactly you what you immediately do. stick a bobby pin in it. Yeah, and just start flicking around with it. Next thing you know, <laughs> a fucking laser comes out, zaps her. And, and just blows up her face. Blows up her face, and this laser produces insects. No, just the one. Looks like a fucking cabbage patch kid. <laughs> She's got the one up. insect that comes out. We did kind of skip the death of the wino. Oh, shit. Because we were talking about it, and then yeah, you, we did. you got the scenes confused because they didn't have sex Sorry, until yeah, after. Sorry, the whole, the whole point where, you know, they pop his head off. Yes. Then, like a fountain of blood comes out. Like, <laughs> it shoots that's blood not straight supposed up. to happen. It's like, okay. A fucking sixth grader, like, science fair project. <laughs> That it's is, like a hatchet movie. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, notice how whenever the heads pop off, they just pop off. Easily pop off. Easily pop off. And they, they, they had no problem ripping this guy's head <laughs> right the fuck off, but they can't Despite strangle an old man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So after Marge gets her face blown apart, like a van, like a Dodge van, Ram van pulls up with like 87 white coats because that's what you need to carry a woman away. 87 white coats. Of course, Atkins and like, what's going on? That's when Cocker makes his appearance. <laughs> well, they're laying in bed and they, you hear this blast. Like it, it sounds like a laser beam, but you would immediately just like, what the fuck is that? What she says. And he's just like, who gives a fuck? <laughs> <laughs> but... 
as soon as the white coats show up, suddenly he's all of a sudden very interested. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a doctor. I want to check yeah, it out. Yeah, I want to check him out. I'm a, don't worry about it. We're taking him back to the factory. What happened? It was a misfire. He's literally standing less than a foot yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. Why would you say that? Why would he ask that? What a, yeah. So they eventually visit. They they visit Silver Samrock, the file, the headquarters, the following day, to check on whether or not he picked up his order. Order, and that's and just so happens that he shows up at the same exact fucking time as Buddy, Buddy and Little Buddy, <laughs> and Buddy's wife. The so Buddy Clan. They um go on a tour. They say a bunch of shit. Well, the guy you find out that Buddy is the biggest sales guy on the West Coast yes. or something like that. He sold more masks than anybody else, um, and that's why you know he's getting the royal treatment. That's so right, yeah. they are going on a tour of the mask facility. You kind of see how masks are made, which they're not made that way anymore. But that's no. the way they were back in '82, right. uh, using molds and shit. Same way ceramics are made, actually. Yes, um, molds, yes. <clears throat> huh? Molds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, <clears throat> anyway, so he tells you that they use the latex, they blah, blah, blah. He gives the whole story. It's like a regular tour. Right. So, then they get outside, and, you know, uh, Dr. Tom and Ellie are leaving. And they happen to see... Uh, her father's station wagon. Mm-hmm. So she's trying to get in there to see, you know, what's going on. And Tom's like, look, we need to go. We need to, we need to get the fuck out of here. Like I see these people all around and they look just like the guy who killed your dad. Yes. So we need to go. We need to go. And she's of course, dumb as a fucking brick. It's <laughs> like, no, there's my daddy's car. Yeah, Let's go. I want to go. Sit in the back seat like I did when I was a little kid. Why is the garage door open and why is the car just displayed? They the garage door opened for a reason. I can't remember what. Like I think a truck was coming in or out of it. But the garage, the the car's right there. Yeah, the car is right there. Why would you keep the car? I don't know. It doesn't make sense. And if it's in a garage, why would you put a cover over most of it and then have a little bit of the fucking car? Like, if it's in a garage, and you're not expecting this woman to be here, yeah, why yeah, would you have it covered? Sense. It doesn't make sense, but it's a great And movie. if it is covered, then why isn't it fully covered <laughs> so you couldn't fucking see it? Because it's a movie. And if you don't want anybody to know, why would you fucking keep it? Why wouldn't you just throw it in the junkyard that's right down the street mm-hmm. because everybody runs past the fucking junkyard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's literally... You know, less than 15 miles away. You could just fucking take it to the dump. Makes no sense. (laughs) Delicious water. So they go back to the hotel room. H2O. After, you know, Cochran gives them a good looking at. And uh, Atkins is trying to call her Trade secrets. (laughs) Trade secrets. Oh, trade secret. I cannot remember. That guy was awesome in he this was. movie. He really was. And I wish I could remember. McConklin or O'Conklin, something like that. Cochran. O- no, no, no. His name is Cochran. I'm talking about oh, his real name. I don't know what his fucking name is. So, can't think of it. So the next couple of scenes is setting up like the, the going into the finale of this entire thing. He goes goes to call the operator, calls trying to find somebody. 
and can't get through anybody. Well, yeah, they keeps they keeps going to this message saying, yeah. you know, we can't complete your messages right. dialed. Once again, Jamie Lee Curtis. So he goes back to the hotel room and Ellie's gone. Yeah, Ellie's gone. She and he's like, "What the fuck?" He's like, "What? What?" So the when he, and as soon as he gets there, five or six of the uh, car pulls up and like five or six of the uh, Josea Banks guys shows up. Right. And they're well, no, these guys are coming. men's warehouse now. They've gone up a step. These oh, men's. okay. They're now men's warehouse. Yeah, we want to spread the love around. We don't want to. Yeah. We don't want to. You know. I guarantee it. We're not backing Joseph A. Bank. No, we're not. I actually use men's warehouse Men, myself. Men's warehouse suits, yes. I guarantee. So he ends they up guarantee. I don't guarantee he, shit. He escapes these assholes, sneaks in his silver shamrock. Well, he goes out the back window, <laughs> which, of course, and nobody thought, hey, maybe <laughs> we sh- there's a back window no, in this no, fucking place. In, these in- androids God are damn, these are the dumbest robots ever. They are. They are. Incompetent. And super strong, except for when it matters. Yep. So he 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 manages to break into this high tech facility. Tech with the cameras all over the damn place. There's cameras everywhere, but he just I don't know goes into a fucking window that just happens to be open in the back. Yes, it's just open. Just open because you know That's high tech do. and you know whatever. It's so like he gets man. in there. It's like Running Man, you know. Oh, fucking dumb. So he gets in and um, immediately gets. Uh, has a bad guy show up? No, we we, we got a the, the member the knitting robot. Oh, you're oh, right, you're right. I forgot robot. about that. So he's like, "Where's the woman? Where's, Where's the woman?" She at? And there's just like this old lady sitting in a fucking chair, going back and forth. And he goes and shakes her, and her head falls off <laughs> again. And now we're like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, like wait a second. Wait, they're not a real people. And at the same time, the, uh, the guy shows up. The guy shows up at the coroner's office because she's like, "Wait a minute! Wait a minute! These aren't car parts." <laughs> yeah, which is great because like he shows up. Halloween has a habit of doing that, just the right time. Of course, of course, she just figures it out. She just gets all. He waits till she gets off yeah. the phone. Yeah, and she and he finds a power drill in the middle of a hospital because that's ex- because there's accessible. always fucking hospital yeah. power drills everywhere in hospitals and, he knows and exactly coroner's when offices. She's gonna figure it out too. Of course, he just waited in that room, like, waiting oh, for his knows. cue. She knows now. There was a line on the ground, and he was waiting there until she figured it out. So she figures it out. He walks in and. Uh, you know, off camera behind a bunch of stuff where you couldn't possibly see anything at all gruesome whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he drills her face, not with his cock, with but the with the power drill. With a well-placed power drill that was but in the bottom shelf. That apparently he's a robot. That a battery still he, operating. He's a robot. So maybe his cock is a power oh, drill. Oh, very Ooh. good. So anyway. So meanwhile, uh, Atkins is wrestling with this other uh, android. Yeah, he must have been fighting the weak ass bitch android because uh, this he almost immediately overpowers this guy and sticks his hand directly into his chest <laughs> and pulls out some wires. Some wires. And at the same some time, orange some, some orange, some tang, yellow fucking Duke. like. Jello or, or not Jello pudding. It looks like vanilla Putin pudding. Box. Jello pudding box. Uh, comes out the guy's mouth, and he's just and he just sits there dumbfounded. 
Like, yeah. what the hell? Like, it's the worst reaction I've ever seen. I mean, yeah. it's... He just gives up. He's not shocked. He's just kind of like... Duh. Like, oh, jeez. What did I just get? And he's just sitting there. I'm not going to keep fighting to find the woman or any or hide or anything else. I'm just going to sit on top of this guy until two more, uh, you know, men's warehouse guys show up and just take me in to go talk to Conklin. Mm-hmm. And that's when Conklin's like, well, mm, you obviously need to see <laughs> what's going on. Where is, Where is Ellie? Where is Ellie? Yeah. Shut up, doctor. Now it's I'm going to show you something. It's Halloween now. It's now currently Halloween. We get to hear the uh, the the song one more time. It's almost time, kids. The clock is ticking. Be in front of your TV sets for the horathon, and remember the big giveaway at nine. Don't miss it, and don't forget to wear your masks. The clock so then he's like, "I'm going to show you." I need to show you something. So now we got Buddy and Little Buddy. Little Buddy, yeah. This, and this Buddy's mom. iconic in this movie. Yeah. This well, really this iconic. is the only really horrific yes, scene in the really whole is. fucking yes. movie. Yes. Okay, and, and we're watching it, so he's like, ah, he wanted me to check out some commercials. And, <laughs> you know, this is the dumbest fucking scene because, yeah. like, literally, he's like, I don't understand. They're not interested in me putting in orders for next year at all. It's <laughs> like, okay, well, first off. It's Halloween. You're not going to put in orders for next Halloween, Halloween day. Not to mention the fact that why the fuck would you even go to this place Halloween Halloween day when you have a kid and it's probably the The best-selling day for Halloween masks? makes no sense. And you're not going to be at your shop. You're going to be, because these are all mom and dad, mom and pop shops back then. Right. You're not going to be at your shop, so it's closed on Halloween day. Yep. I'm dumbfounded on this. So then they're like, okay, well, he wants me to watch some commercials. And he's starting to get a little, his wife is getting all like, what the hell? Let's get out of here. And and her, his, and the son's getting kind of antsy and everything. And then, you know, Conklin puts on the fucking, the special, your gift. Yes. So he's got to put the gift on. Yes. <laughs> You're not taking cues very well today. Sorry. <laughs> Shamrock. And everything goes apart. Okay, so now <laughs> it's just a pumpkin on a screen, and it's just flashing back and forth, yes. and then it starts flashing white and orange and white and... There's no real point to what's going on causing... I don't know how that would cause anything to happen, but apparently, like, little buddy starts, you know, kind of feeling, you know, putting his hands over his mask. Yeah. Now, from what I understand, he had to be very careful because they only had one one mask. Yeah. And it was very fragile. So he could have easily just, like, ripped it in half. So apparently he was supposed to, like, make it look like he was ripping at it without ripping at it, Mm. which, you know, is pretty difficult when you're, like, I mean, what was he, like, 12? Yeah, something like that. Anyway, so um, he's having this scene, and he's shaking, and as soon as he hits the ground, it's now a dummy. But you got this cool scene where all the the grasshoppers, crickets, whatever, and then the snakes and the, the, the big 
centipede yeah. caterpillars rattle, and all yeah, that weird rattle shit. Rattlesnake comes out, yeah. Right, and it, it's really it's cool, a cool looking. Scene. It's it a is really a really cool, cool looking scene. Um, but the funny thing was, is the guy was the the kid was telling the story. Now he's like forties, mm-hmm. and he's like, yeah, when we did this scene, they had all these grasshoppers and everything coming out of the head, and uh, you know it was really cool and all. But then like they realized that they couldn't get the grasshoppers they couldn't catch them <laughs> so you had all these grasshoppers jumping around making noise and shit so they were just like this is it and just left <laughs> left the fucking crickets all, over the, crickets all over the place <laughs> that's pretty funny so uh the hell with them right yeah um but anyway so you have this it's the iconic scene of the whole there's that scene and then pretty much like you flash forward two more scenes and you have all the kids it trick or treating, and, and you have the That's montage iconic. of the trick or treating, and scene, those yeah. three going up the dark hill. Yeah, that's, that's a, the most iconic that is one because that's the one from the posters. Poster. It's from the every trailer had that shot. I love that scene. I love um, that scene. Everybody, if you like the movie, then you have to love that scene because it's just the iconic scene from the movie. Yeah. So anyway, uh, what do we got next? Um. Got an issue here. Uh, I didn't get the last page of my printout. Oh well, there you go. So well, the uh, last. Well, we know the last. Thing. Well, we know everything. So he has this back and forth, and he's just like, "Oh my god!" It, it, once again, Tom Atkins just standing there, not just, reacting. Oh, like he just kind of stands there. So then we flash forward to the nice, cool scene that we were talking about before between Conklin and Doctor Atkins, while he's like. Tied up in the chair. Strapped to his chair. And they've got the cool Halloween music going on in the background. Yes, yes. <laughs> and that that right there is very... Halloween-esque. Yes, it was done extremely well. Mm. You kind of get that Donald Pleasance vibe from Conklin. Yes. Um, it's, it's really cool scene. Because um, if you remember the scene with Pre- Pleasance in... Um, was it part two or part one where he's in the house? I think it was part it was part one where he's in the house with the sheriff mm-hmm. and he's kind of explaining what happened with Michael. Yes. It's very reminiscent of yes. that scene. Yes, right. Um where Conklin and and you know, Dr. Atkins is like, Why are you doing this? And he's just like, I don't need a reason. I'm just doing it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you know, Buddy was right. Uh, I like practical jokes and this is the biggest mm-hmm. practical joke on the kids that yeah. I could ever do. What are you talking about? Sam Wayne and like how yeah he does get into the, like the little bit of history which that comes up in yeah. Halloween too yeah. you have a little bit of that history of Sam, yeah, Wayne, Sam Wayne in yeah. the in the school as it revolves around Halloween <clears throat> itself yeah right which is cool like you know the blood and the sacrifices and stuff and and I think that if they had the opportunity to continue to do that in the anthology I think they could have. You know, really enriched that. it and explored it, right. like you now, said. Remember, he, he put he gave him a tour. He actually showed Atkins the blue stone from Stonehenge, right? And this and, and the NASA headquarters, for whatever reason, they all have computers and of course, <laughs> and just happen to be with hand. almost mo- most of them don't have screens. Yeah, they have all these little buttons button. and shit, and then they have lights. Yeah, just, Wh- which back in the eighties, apparently that yeah. looked important. You if you had a bunch of yeah. lights on a You're wall a that do person, nothing. Yeah. I don't fucking under, I never understood that. I still don't to today. No. So yep. <laughs> no screen. Then he goes back, ties him up, of course. Atkins ends up escaping. 
Well, the first thing he, you know, he's dead. He's a dead. He's a goner. But the immediately the first thing he does is knock over the fucking TV. <laughs> so he's able. he's safe. He's completely yeah, safe he's now. Completely safe now. No no dead nine more. Um, I don't I don't remember how he got out of the ties that bind, but he manages to get out and he throws the um, Halloween mask over the camera, and then jumps into the air vent. Yep, because it's you know 1980s air vent, so it's big enough for Bruce Willis. Exactly. Um, Die Hard, <clears throat> looking at our uh, archives, and uh, We're so do Die Hard too for this Christmas. Are we? Okay, whatever. Uh, so then we have um. Oh, so he's he's trying to get out, but you know he ends up in the rafters somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, no, he he gets Ellie out of the his his uh. Oh, you're right. He does get Ellie out, and they're sneaking around. Mm-hmm. Very unconvincingly, like I mean, he he might as well just walk out in front of everybody. He's walking, hey. he's doing that trick where he's got like the the rack of masks and he's walking yeah, yeah, across yeah, yeah, with yeah, the yeah. rack of masks. Yeah, and the android looks up like, "What the hell's going on?" Yeah, I just completely ignore that. So then he goes over because I guess they're all distracted, and he pushes a bunch of buttons. And then and then of and course, so then something happens. What the commercial happens? Commercial comes up. <gasps> oh. And all, and all the androids are like, wait a second, of course. We didn't start that. Of course, what happens, though, is the Bluestone's right there, so the magical towers are activating. Well, so he, he, he sneaks back up to the rafters, and he got a box of the pins. pins and throws them off the side, and they all start activating. Yeah. And weirdly enough... All the monitors from the computers For all light up. Yeah. And then a big fucking ray <laughs> comes out of the computer monitors and fries Conklin's head. Turns him to a paper mache dummy. Yeah. Because <laughs> it didn't look anything like Conklin. No, no, as immediately, no. as soon as it turned white, it looked like a completely yeah, different person. Well, they, did, they didn't pay him enough for that scene. I guess not. <laughs> he was gone after that shit. So, like... <laughs> it, the great part is when he's getting shot with the laser and he looks up at the at to, at Dr. Atkins and, and he starts fucking clapping. <laughs> Very good, doctor. Very good. Very good. Very good. Very good. Now I'm going to die now. So he doesn't even try. He's no, just like, nah, you got me. All. He didn't try at all. Nobody fucking tries Nobody in tried. this movie. Oh, they got This us. is a movie of people just giving up. <laughs> oh, bummer. <laughs> Bummer. The only one that tries, of course, is Dr. Tom, who yeah. tries to stop the <laughs> goddamn thing from yeah. playing on all three of the channels. All three channels. That existed in 1982. I, You know what? That's probably true, because I don't think Channel 5 existed until 84. Who knows? Fox 5? Yeah. I don't think it cha- I don't think that... Because one of the very first shows that kind of set Fox 5 afloat was Married with Children, and that was the late 80s. You're right, yeah. So before right. that, it really didn't exist very much. Like, Simpsons was one of the first shows that ever showed up on there. I didn't realize it because it just never clicked to me because I, I always forget that. Because um, there was a 45 because you could watch cartoons on 45 yeah. when I was a kid. But Channel 5, really, Fox 5 really didn't exist. Yeah. So anyway, so what's left? Um so he, he takes Ellie, he's going back home, of course, and she starts accosting well, him. Well, he's trying to stop 
this. He's trying to find a way to get these commercials off the TV. Right. So he's, he takes Ellie with him. He's taking Ellie, and they're driving, and then Ellie, you know, is now a robot. Now a robot, just because. Why not? And she attacks him. They get into a car accident, which, by the way, the accident was kind of an actual accident because the way it was supposed to happen, he was supposed to come, the, the stunt driver was supposed to get real close to the pole and then crash into the tree. But I guess he fucked up and he hit the pole. Like he kind of skimmed the pole and she was in the car and started screaming. So they had to kind of cut that out of the movie because she was all freaked out. Jeez, okay. Um, but then he hits the tree and then you have the scene where um, she's now fallen out and her arm has been ripped off mm-hmm. and he's kind of confronting her and he just kind of like, I don't know, like bitch slaps her and her head just, just falls right yeah, the fuck a crowbar off. And, like, knocks oh, it was a crowbar? crowbar knocks her head off. Yeah, you're right. Okay. So he just bitch slaps her with a crowbar and her head just pops right the fuck off. Awesome. And she's laying there, and the head's laying there. You're still waiting for her head to talk, but it doesn't. It doesn't do anything. It just sits there. So then he gets back in the car, and he's all fucked up, and he goes to shut the door, and the hand grabs his neck. And he's he's like wrestling with the hand. He's wrestling his own fucking. It's one of those dumb scenes that you've seen a million times. Um, and he's like wrestling the arm, and he manages to get it off his throat, and he gets out of the car, and then. It attacks him again, <laughs> uh, and then he the finally just throws it. Yep. And it's just like, okay, this is ugh. Um, so then he gets back in the – well, he can't get back in the car. It's broken, so now he's running. Mm-hmm. And you have basically the same scene that you had at the beginning of the movie where he runs to that same goddamn gas station, and yes. the black guy's like, don't I know you? What <laughs> is your phone? Uh, stop it. So he gets on the phone. And he starts calling because you can immediately call one number. Yes. And it contacts you to every TV station that exists, all three of the biggies. You got to shut it off. You got to shut it off. And these three kids conveniently show up out of nowhere. At a gas station in the middle of nowhere. And go right over to the TV and turn it on. Yeah, why not? And... He, they shut off the, and this he's like, I, can't, I have no proof whatsoever that there's actually any problems. You just have to shut it off or everyone's going to die. Great scene. This is a great scene. I love this scene. And so he he starts screaming, and, and they and they technical difficulty, so it goes off. So the kids just change to the next channel, and it's playing on that yeah. channel too. Because like apparently the horathon must have been on every fucking every channel fucking as channel. well. Even the headquarters exploded, by the way. Still broadcasting. Oh, yeah, it's still broadcasting. Um, so then, uh, you know, he's like, you got to shut it off. You got to shut it off. And they shut it off the second one. The kids changed to the third channel. They're like, you got to turn it off the third channel. It's yeah. almost too late. And he's yelling at the camera, please. And and then you have the, the it fade to black. And like I said, you had the yeah. what was supposed to be the original ending to the body snatchers. You get it in Halloween 3. So you said that there was an alternate ending, which I've never seen. No, what, what they shot several endings. To oh, this. okay. They did, and uh, that would be an alternate ending. But go no, ahead. But uh, they asked, they asked, like you know, what, what, uh, what's the? Uh, they asked uh, Atkins, like, what was supposed to happen? And, like, you know, he's confirmed, like, he actually saved everybody. He's like, damn, what, damn straight, he saved everybody. Oh God, really? Yep. 
That's what it, that was. What the intention was. Uh, I think it's better to leave it open. I agree. Uh, at least there's. Anytime you leave something open like that, I don't know. I there there's pros and cons. I mean, I'm sitting here thinking about. Um, do you remember the mist with uh, uh, the Punisher? Yes, great movie. Okay, love I love it. They get to the end of that Darabont movie. movie, Walking Dead. The Darabont, right? And they get to the end of that movie, and he's in the car. And he thinks that the mi- the mist is coming, so good. and he ends up using. They have like four people in the car, yeah. and there's three bullets, and he kills the other three people in the car, and then he gets out and he's waiting for the mist to come kill him, yeah. and it's fucking the U.S. Army yeah. with the tanks and shit. If you just cut it there, I think it hurts you. It hurts the movie yeah. because like. Having the U.S. Army show up is just so devastating. Oh and yeah, crushing. it's perfect. It's perfect. It is awesome. In this particular movie, there's only two endings. There's either he saves everybody, or snakes start coming out of the fucking people's heads, and, yeah. and everybody's dead. It it's better to just kind of leave it open. I agree. I agree. Because then you can leave it to your imagination. Because you're seeing the back there of the is kid's no head who's watching the movie. Yeah, because even if the worst-case scenario is the snakes start coming out, I mean, how do you end it? Yeah. The snake comes out, and then you fade to black? That's dumb. Yeah. So they, they, I think that they do end it on a positive. As much as I watch this movie, and I'm like, like I said, I love this movie. Jimmy loves this movie. We love it for different reasons. Um. But I think that going back and watching this reminded me how piss poor the acting was about most of the people in the cast. Not everybody, but most of the cast was piss poor acting. Um, the storyline was paper thin. Oh, yeah. The, the actual... What the hell? Vincent Price, Peter Lorre, Boris Karloff, and Jack Nicholson star in The Raven tonight at one. Weird. <laughs> okay. I don't think we expected that. To no, happen. we didn't. Um, so, weirdly enough, like. Now I've lost my train that's of thought. Right. That fucking blew my mind. That's I just, pretty cool. I came I, out well, of nowhere. That's Halloween 3 season The Witch. Um. Yeah, I mean, it, it really, it's it's one of those movies. It's worth a watch. It it's is. not. Don't get your hopes up and sit there and think that this whenever is some I, kind of great I movie. I see this on the television, like on cable, or I, I turn it on right away. I like I said, I like the commercial more than I like the goddamn yeah. movie, because the commercial reminds me of my childhood, of going to my aunt and uncle's house, and they would have, they'd have the Friday the Thirteenth marathon, or they'd have. You know, Nightmare on Elm Street. Well, not so much Nightmare on Elm Street. That didn't seem to play as much at the time. But you had, you know, Season of the Witch or Halloween or Friday the 13th. You know, and My Bloody Valentine every fucking year played. I mean, that was one of those weird movies that for some reason played every year. It was on USA or it was on something else. I just I love that movie. We yeah. d- we haven't done it. We will eventually. We should do the original though, not the remake. The remake I like the remake, but the original is just gritty and fun. Gritty and fun. It's it's a great 
old school horror movie. So anyway, so uh, next week, Ed, Ed Wood. Wood next week. So uh, anyway, um, this is our third annual Halloween special. We we'll have to figure out what we're doing next year for Halloween. Halloween four. We're just gonna keep going with it. I have to. Works with me. I don't care. You know that. I know. So anyway, thank you for listening. Uh, we appreciate everybody coming out. Be safe on Halloween. Yes. Uh, you know, take care of yourselves. Uh, enjoy yourselves. Don't live in a bubble. Yeah. It's about the kids. And they're not gonna get sick. So uh, thanks for listening to JB's Driving Podcast and. We come back next week for Ed Wood. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.